Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 63 of On the Flank. I'm one of your hosts, John George, alongside Joe Kirkpatrick. Say hello, Joe. Hey, everybody. Joe, this week, is uh, this one's one of our off-season shows that you look at the rundown and you say, yep, it, it's the off-season. It is. This is, <laughs> this is what's going to happen. <laughs> Not too much news this week, huh, Joe? Yeah, and I guess what we do have is... Uh fun roster stuff for you which is not uh, super surprising i wouldn't think no not super surprising at all that's <laughs> that's been the podcast this offseason so far and it continues although joe i'd like i do like to say every thir- we record every thursday pretty much and i think thursday is like the day that everyone's like okay this is when we're gonna announce our roster stuff because right after we record our podcast is when everyone unloads all their news on their team um, and it's upsetting to me because <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, that's and they were they're big they're big moves usually right after we record. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, we always pick them up though. <laughs> exactly. Um, we're just not too timely. But let's let's begin with some Vancouver news because Hureg has left Vancouver. Their DPS player. Um, they're down to hacks on Stitch. Hureg. Uh, there towards the end of the season, of course, Hureg was really starting to pop off for a couple of weeks, and then he was he was up and down for sure. Some weeks we were like, "Oh my god, this guy might be the best best DPS in the league." Some weeks we were like, "Oh, he's back to just being fine." Um, but he, uh, what we do know is he's no longer on the Vancouver Titans. Um, and do, Joe, do you know if? If there's any statement on, is he trying to go to another Overwatch League team, or is he just what? What? Uh, yeah, I don't know for sure. Um, I can cursory examination of his Twitter account, but, um, but, but no, I'm not sure. He's a free agent. Uh, as of November fifteenth, he was LFT. Um, yeah. So let's know about that. Okay. Um. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's his free 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 agent contact me in his in his bio. So Oh, it says he's looking for team position coach. He wants to be a coach. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, so apparently who writes wants to be a coach now. Yeah. Well he's got tons and tons and tons of experience, so Yeah. On London, of course. Good to have him, I'm sure. London moved moved over to to a bunch of different teams. He's he's got a lot. Um, I, I'd like him to be our coach on the flank coach. He could coach <laughs> podcast podcast coaches. There you go. I'll I'll reach out to him. Um. Okay. Uh, more Vancouver news. Uh, Rappel, support player from Vancouver, is now on the Houston Outlaws. Um, in Houston Outlaws. Uh, making some making some moves making some moves we might as well let's just let's keep going mecco former new york excelsior off tank also on the houston outlaws uh moves just so many moves and then houston has retained dante uh which is a great great person to retain moves, yeah, moves sure. we, we didn't expect for him to leave i don't think but uh yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's confirmed that he's saying so. That's good. Um, <laughs> Houston Outlaws. You look at their Liquipedia page, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if this team just has all the players in the league 
Um, I have to, <laughs> they have just, just, they, just every single one of them. Yeah. Um, the roster is filled with people now stacked to the brim. They're just filled to the brim with people. Um, what do you think about repel Mecco pickups here? Some more big ones. Yeah. That's what happens when, uh, that's what happens when you get bought on whatever day it was that they got bought. It's relatively recently. Um, now they have money and now they can make some of these changes. Um, yes, yeah, so I think and it's lots of uh, the new stuff we've heard are good for uh, Houston fans, which we know there are some. Uh, but I, I mean, Mecco, amazing off tank. I was uh, kind of surprised. I think it's fair to say that um, that he wasn't, in, he didn't end up being retained by New York. Um, obviously, he was a free agent, but for whatever reason, I guess they decided. Um, that wasn't necessary. Hopefully, uh, you know, maybe come back to bite him later. Who knows? But, uh, but yeah, bringing Mecco on is awesome. I think he's, uh, it's fair to say, an upgrade over Kumat or Spree in the uh, in the off-tank position uh, behind Muma uh, to fill out that four-man tank line. Um, and with the loss of Bunny, picking up Repel, they're still at three supports. Um, same thing. I think Repel is is good enough to to pick up that uh, that's its starting spot probably on the support line. Um, and I don't I can't think of their hero pools off the top of my head, but I can only assume um, that, that they made this pickup in order to pair him with Raucous. Um I think that makes sense. Um, but, but, you know, Repel and Rockus in support line, that's, that's great behind Muma and Mecco. Um, and, and then five, uh, count them, five DPS players. So many. Uh, arguably more than you know what to do with, uh, but they're all super good. Um, you, you know, it's with... I think the difference between Houston's DPS players, talking about uh, Linkser and Jake, Dante Hydration, and Blase from Boston... Um, but, but the difference between a lot of them just has to do with like their pools, basically, and where they're comfortable and where they're flexible. Um, and honestly, that's a really good position to be in. I mean, especially uh, with Houston, like at the end of season one, was like super weak in the DPS, and that was like one of the the big problems that at least the community had <laughs> uh, laid out for them. But uh, yeah, I mean, Dante and Hydration alone can play probably all of the heroes, or <laughs> all of the DPS heroes. Uh, but, but to have uh, the, the depth of DPS rotation, you know, especially if we're playing in a DPS meta, which I guess now that um, now that we're in a two-two-two lock, you kind of have to play DPS heroes. So, so, so that's a good thing. That is a good thing uh, for Houston, I think for sure. Yeah. Um... I mean, yeah, Houston's, Houston, in my opinion, Houston's biggest problem at the end of season one before they got Dante was that flexibility because Jake and Lynx are, they're good DPS players, but they're good on such specific roles. Like Jake is good on Soldier 76 and Junkrat. I'm like not impressed if he's on any other hero. Linkser's very good at Widowmaker, very good at, at the hit scan. Uh, but then they bring Dante in, who I think is super flexible. I think hydration, like you're saying, is in the same camp, and they might as well just spread their DPS out. and And ha- I think what they want to do is they can put Jake and Linkser in if if they need a junk rat, a Soldier seventy six, if they need a Widowmaker, and then they've got um, 
some very flexible DPS and Dante Blase hydration. So um, plus, I mean, we've we've seen hydration's got um, at least decent Overwatch League quality uh, tank chops. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. granted, granted, it's like I said, a pretty good, pretty good tank line now, but. Uh, you know they have they have that ability if the Houston coaches are up for it. Yeah, I think Muma's a solid main tank, and now they got a great. I think everyone agreed their the off tank was the role they were lacking at because Spree very good Zarya, uh, not so good rest of Hero Pool, and then Cool Matt kind of just took a little bit of a fall from grace here this year uh, because he used to be one of the best divas, one of the best players in the league in my opinion, but he just wasn't. He just wasn't getting it done this year. So uh, Mecca's a great, great pickup for them because that's what they needed the most. And yeah, Rape- uh, I looked at the hero pools. Rappel and Rockus actually have the same hero pool. So Boink mm-hmm. and one of those two, I guess. Because Ra- It's weird because Rockus just did super well. Uh, we just came off of seeing him at his peak World performance Cup. in the World Cup. So uh, um, he might be replaced here by Rappel, which would would stink for him um or they might switch off who knows who knows what's gonna happen but they got so many options now that's the point and <laughs> they have money it's true joe they have cash to spend on these on these players which is great it's what the houston fan base wants absolutely and i mean after months of i don't even know how long of uh trying to deal with that it's, it's good to uh good to have the chance to uh I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, but, but it, it's, it's a big upgrade for Houston, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Houston, they could possibly be contending this year, which is which is uh, good for the league in general, because I'd say Houston is one of the most popular teams. So, yeah, that's good. Um, next piece of news has to do with London, and it's finally about London retaining someone. It's not about London <laughs> losing people. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, although they did get two people, um, Bernard and Fuse, of course, and they are retaining Krillin. Uh, so that's out of everybody, <laughs> out of everybody on that roster, the one person they have retained. Is Krillin, which is exactly if if I went back in time and I told my former self uh, that London Spitfire would be dropping every single person but Krillin, I think my older self would be like, "Well, yeah, of course, right?" <laughs> Makes total sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Krillin. That's that's their best player. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, all their stage one players or all their season one players are gone. All their season two players are gone now, uh, except Krillin. Sure enough. Krillin's here and he's Krillin's chilling. <laughs> um he's the new he's he's the captain. He's the captain now. Um <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, London's uh London's been tweeting, they've been teasing something. I it might be this might be the announcement that happens today after our podcast, Joe. So they they've been they've been teasing that something's a coming. It said they 23 hours ago they tweeted, "The winds of change are are blowing." Um, some people guessing that means second wind wins. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, uh, I forget if it was after the show last week or maybe it was two weeks ago. Um, we just never remember to mention it, but we have passed a, uh, league deadline for all teams to have at least eight 
uh, eight players signed. Um, like I said, that was it. Like last Friday, the Friday before or something. But so we only know of three players on the London roster, but in theory, five more exist uh, that have just not been released yet. So, yeah, um, they must have five more. Yeah, they must have five. Those five players must be signed to London. They just haven't announced them. So London's got a full team. They, they're the only ones who know about it, though. Uh, eventually we will. Uh, yeah, well, we'll see. Obviously, London probably the most disappointing offseason so far we'll see we'll see what their signings it's between them or them and valiant right now for for most disappointing offseason we'll see what we'll see what london's announcements are though we'll see if their team is is stacked at all yeah. uh, very much yeah and then in uh and some more fantastic los angeles gladiators offseason news it just keeps on coming um, the Gladiators could have had the most disappointing offseason, but honestly, their pickups have been absolutely fire so far. And now they're picking up Bishu again. Bishu returns to Los Angeles. Uh, of course, player that had uh, some troubles last year with um, what does he have? What is it called? Do you remember? Uh, I guess not. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, uh, Ol, 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 ulcerative colitis. Ulcerative colitis. Ulcerative okay. colitis. Yes. Um, I see. That. I, I don't. I hadn't. I hadn't. Uh, or I don't think I was aware of that. But oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thing. That was at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the year. I think it was announced that he was not going to be playing, and then or he or he just didn't play the first game, and everyone was like, "Where was he?" And then he was like, oh, I've ulcerative colitis, and it flared back up, and I'm going to have to take a break. And then the Gladiators moved him down to Gladiators Legion, and then they ended up just dropping him. And of course, or they traded him, I guess, to yeah, to Guangzhou. To Guangzhou. Um, and now he is back on the Los Angeles Gladiators. So, hope- Once a gladiator, always a gladiator, as they, they tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> yep, of course. And he's back now. Um, and the gladiators have a nice little roster here of 11 players now. So they've had five off season pickups, OG bird ring mirror, paintbrush and Bishu. <clears throat> what do you, let's just, I think this might be it. I think this is it. So what do you think of this? What, what, what grade would you give their off season here, Joe? Uh, I mean, if this is it, um, what sticks out for me immediately is how much um, stock they're putting into Bird Ring and Mirror, um, and particularly those two working together um, as the only two uh, only two DPS players on this roster, which uh, is definitely not the move that we see lots and lots of other teams going. Um, I, like I think even Florida has like three or four DPS players signed right now, um, but. Uh, yeah, so to have only those two, and like I said, if this is it, that's uh, it's a lot of stock uh, put into those two, which is exciting. That we'll have to see, you know, um, the relative level they're going to perform at. But I mean, particularly the other two roles are uh, I, I'm super impressed with. I mean, Chaz Big Goose are staying around, um, uh, you, you know, proven how excellent they are. Uh, Ripa again from season two. We didn't see tons of his play in season two. Um, but again, to have the the finished trio, which is what we always say, 
every single time we talk about the gladiators. <laughs> uh, that thing's still there, and the addition of paintbrush uh, to 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 fill out that sort of uh, uh, to, to develop that that four man world, but then also uh, uh, void in space and OGE and Bishu now. Uh, I mean, we talked last week about you know space and OGEs. Uh, I guess I don't know if anybody said it, but I might I might risk saying uh, space and OGE is probably one of the best tank lines in the league right now. Uh, it, it, just on paper, because uh, obviously we can't <laughs> can't compare anything really uh, until the season three starts. But uh, but Bishu and Void now they got tons of uh, tons of off take options uh, plus Panker on a two way contract. Um, yeah, support line's great. Tank line is great. Um, DPS line is is where they've, uh, like I said, they've committed heavily right now uh, to Bird Rain Bear. Maybe they bring in a twelfth man uh, for a third DPS slot. Uh, that would be, I think, probably the only thing that you'd really want to do with this roster, though. Uh, it's, it's looking pretty nice. Yeah, um, that, that's probably the most surprising part. Like, I think support line top five easily i agree with you space og might be the best tank line on paper and then you've got um you got that dp i mean bird rings great had a little bit of a off year last year um and then mirror is obviously 18 and was was in contenders throughout the rest of this so just put you're putting a lot on him if he is if he is the starter right here um and that's a lot of trust in him a person who's never never played in the pros yet so it'll be interesting to see how he performs or if they pick someone else up um but yeah this is the dps is the most worrisome part but the rest of the team is looking stacked so we'll see how that goes uh next hot butt to new york excelsior Hotba, of course, he was on Guangzhou Charger 2 as well, I believe, as Bishu. Um, yeah. Yes, and he... And Philly before that? Yes, Philly the season before that. And now, New York, he's he's a team hopper. He's been hopping all over the place, but he's going back to the East Coast. Uh, he loves it. He loves the East Coast, apparently. Um, so that's a nice little replacement for Mecco. They get, they lost Mecco. They get a, they get Hoppa. Yeah, it's certainly not. Um, I think what uh, what people would have expected from New York. Uh, like I said, I assumed they would just pick him back up again. But uh, but, but you know, having a, having having said that, yeah, Mono and Hoppa. I mean, Hoppa is a really good player. Um, we've seen the flexibility not only DPS but. Um, obviously signed primarily in the tank role, but um, uh, yeah, you got to sort of think uh, what other what other differences we might be looking at now for New York. Um, I think the DPS line, say they'll be playing Libero and Nene, is just going to stay together. Uh, I don't, I don't see that. <laughs> I don't see that changing. Um, uh, Jonak and Animo right now in support. Um, I guess they've lost. Uh, I guess they haven't lost anybody in the off season, so it was just those two. They lost um, Mecco and Flower, yeah. Well, sorry, in the support line uh, support because they because Ark left way back in March. Yeah, yeah. So it's been those those two for most of the season three, but uh, or season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Mono and Hop on the tank line. So you know, maybe they try to expand this. Um, maybe they don't. You know, it's it's. Um, completely possible you know they sort of try to ride this out um 
and 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 use the talent like of the players that they have because it is a lot of players that they a lot of really good players that they have um you, you know i, I kind of like to see a little bit of variety uh for new york just because obviously they weren't super um uh, you know, they didn't, in lots of ways, they didn't super well perform the way they expected to, or the way they were expected to in season two. Um, but I don't, I don't think this is on the rundown, but it's worth mentioning um, that they did also in this past week uh, announce they have a new head coach. Uh, it's one of their assistant coaches being promoted, IMT. Uh, but notably, apparently, he was um, in charge of coaching during the playoffs um, in which we really liked New York and thought they looked really good and were being innovative and fun stuff like that. So that's a good sign. Uh, I think uh, as a New York fan, but um, yeah, it's just a matter of seeing if they're going to make any changes um, and if not, how they're going to make it. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully. I mean, they obviously New York, I feel like people don't talk about New York a lot because it was it was the year of Vancouver, San Francisco, and New York was like almost there with those two. So, which is disappointing. Like, it's crazy the expectations we have for New York, New York at this point because it's disappointing when they're not first at this point. Because last year they were are the first year they were supposed to be first and they weren't, and then last year they got they they got third. They did super well. Um, they just weren't the best uh but it's new york has new york does so well in the season that we are disappointed when they're not first that's how that's how good this that's how high our expectations are for this team um so they the fact that they're doing nothing this offseason basically is absolutely fine their team is still really really good um and hot hot a good ad in my opinion he's I think he and he's a little more flexible than Mecco and can play a bunch of different heroes. So uh, I think he's a good ad. Um, That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting because like you know season two we talked about off tank flexibility in terms of you know can they play Sombra can they play you know that sort of thing yeah. but who cares about that anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. Nobody cares about that. Hoppa Hoppa's cool because he can play like trait. He can play tracer. He can play a bunch of different things. So. <laughs> Uh, maybe he replaces Sabe. will be who knows. Uh, Atlanta has signed Sharp. Um, who is Sharp, Joe? Do you know about Sharp? Uh, I am pulling up his thing. Uh, he's formerly, obviously, from Contenders player. Uh, played on Team Envy uh, most recently for it looks like um, exactly a year, actually. Mm. Uh, also Team Sweden in the World Cup uh, in 2018, not in 2019. Uh, but yeah, DPS hitscan player primarily. Um, to go along with Edison, who they signed last week, it must have been, uh, who I think is also a uh, primarily hitscan DPS because um, they just need more of those. Yeah, um, might as well. On the Atlanta roster. Um <laughs> <laughs> But you know you'll have that. Uh, it, it actually looks like Sharp is not eighteen until December uh, at some point later in the future. December tenth, so he'll be fine for the season of this year. Okay, yeah. so yeah, that's not so bad. Uh, but so now they've got uh, basically three uh, Hitskin DPS players plus Erster uh, <laughs> on the Atlanta <laughs> roster. Oh yeah, um, 
I, I don't see a situation where Urster comes out because he's their all-star. Um, but maybe they switch Baby Bay out for some of these other, for Sharp and Edison. Um, but Baby, Baby Bay also did super well last year. Um, I like the Atlanta roster a lot. This this team's great. And uh, adding Hawk, Edison, Sharp, this is only going to make them better here. I can't imagine this makes them worse um, in any way. So, yeah, Atlanta impresses me. Still still excited to see them again next year and see what they can do see if they could see if they can make a run or something obviously the only team to beat shock in the playoffs so yeah i was gonna say they you know arguably um almost did make a run several times so (laughs) they've got the ability oh yeah um and in big dallas news jane has stepped down as assistant coach i believe that's what he was uh, to become a content creator for the Dallas Fuel instead. Um, I don't know. I, I imagine that entails basically just what he was doing before he was a Dallas Fuel assistant coach, probably, right? Yeah, streaming and YouTube and that sort of thing. But uh, notably not the pressures of coaching duty. Oh, yeah, that's which, a lot of pressure. Yeah. Especially which. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's probably not, um, you, you know, we can't assume that that's like the only reason, but uh, it, uh, I'm sure it'll be good for him. And plus, um, well, yeah, I was going to say plus stuff with like, um, you know, how Dante and Suffolk contenders, but that's been a whole mess too. So <laughs> it's hard to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know. It's I, Jane is a great, is a great streamer and a great YouTube guy. Um, as far as assistant coaching, I can't speak for how good he was. Uh, but all I know is I hear players like OGs say the coaches that the players taught him more than his coaches. And like, it makes me be like, Oh, maybe, maybe he's not that great of a coach. And maybe, maybe this is the the best move for Jane. Um, because he, he is a great, he's a great content. He's a great content creator, but he's also, he, he has a great community around, around him too and he's he's a great at building a community so um i'm happy to have him back in that role because he he does bring yeah, more absolutely. he brings more people to overwatch that's for sure okay um uh, florida okay florida florida joe it's, <laughs> it's, it's, okay okay florida it's, it's florida time uh because florida's making some big moves here some f- I'm finally, I finally could sit down on this podcast with you, Joe, and be like, I am super impressed with what they are doing uh, because here they come. I mean, there were rumors that Florida was going to sign the entire roster of Runaway. It's looking like that did not happen, but they did. They did get some of the roster of Runaway. Uh, they got Yaki and they got uh, Gangnam Jin. As well as former runaway coach Kuki, of course. I believe this is—is is this the Kuki that was on Soul Dynasty? Yeah, it's the same guy. Yes, um, he is now their head coach. Uh, so they got a DPS Yaki and a support Gangnam Jim from from Runaway, which is probably one of the. I mean, in season two, it was the most sought out roster. Uh, I think it was definitely alongside Element Mystic one of the most sought out rosters this off season. 
Joe, how much does this help the the twentieth place Florida man? <laughs> it's it's a good question. I mean, um, you know, we uh, lots of season two was was spent on this show talking about Florida um, in this back and forth uh, r- repeating saga of uh, look, Florida's made all these gigantic changes. Wow, that's so cool. These players are really good, um, and then, and then. Uh, we actually get to a, a Florida match and they're playing in the Overwatch League and it's just not um, panning out the way it needs to, uh, which is obviously super unfortunate. Uh, but, but, you know, that being said, um, th- th- this is a, a lot of, I think, the, the same thing that we're running into. I mean, uh, yeah, signing Yaki, signing Gan- Ganamjin, that's awesome. Uh, and they're really good players and Florida needs good players. Um uh, and now it's just a matter of seeing how they can fit into the team and how they can fit into the league. Um, and are they gonna, um, not, not prove us wrong, but are, are they gonna, um, not live up to the ex- expectations we're, we're gonna set for them? Um, because I think you can, you know, expect decent amounts out of this team. I, I mean, Saya player in BQB, um, uh, like the highlights of, the Florida Mayhem from season two. Um, now adding Yaki onto that as a third DPS player. Uh, Chris and Byram um, with with Gangnam. Excuse me, uh, with Gangnam Jin on support. Um, I, I don't know exactly what's your uh, what your rotation might be there. What your what your uh, support usage will end up being. But um, and then Fate Gargoyle and uh, Curian also. Um, uh, three players in the tank role, nine nine main roster. I mean, that's that's feasible. They, um, it it depends on, uh, I guess I don't even know who's in charge of hiring decisions. I mean, Coach Ye, I guess, uh, and and Kuki, um, and, and people like that are are sort of directing the, um, the the roster decisions of this team. I would assume, but, um. Yeah, you might be done there, uh, but if you are, I think it's really important that um, the, that this organization doesn't fall into that same uh, that same pattern that they had last year because that just wasn't good for anybody. Oh yeah, um, geez, yeah, they have they have a lot. <laughs> I'm looking at their their organization section on Wikipedia. They have a lot of they have a lot of managers and coaches in here, um, but yeah, they got. And they have uh, their assistant team manager's in-game name is Korean Mulan, which is fantastic. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's Florida Mayhem. Um, Florida Mayhem. They're, I I hope they get better because so far Florida Mayhem arguably has had the worst overall Overwatch League experience. They've had, I mean, the Shanghai Dragons were last, obviously, in the first season, but at least the Shanghai Dragons got better. Florida Mayhem got second to last, and then they got last. And don't get me started with their with their marketing that everyone hates. Everyone hates their colors. Everyone doesn't like anything about this team. <laughs> it stinks. Um, it, it just, it's, it's been awful so far for them. So hopefully, hopefully they can start winning some games. Uh, you can excuse a bunch of the other things if they just start winning. And they've got some players that could possibly do that for them. I mean, they had the players before that could possibly do that for them. I think 
I think their roster was talented last year, and I think there were a bunch of people who were like, yeah, if the talent lives up to the hype, this could be a team competing with the top. I mean, Doa all year was like, this is one of the best. Doa at the beginning of the year projected the Florida Mayhem to make the playoffs. Um, and he he was the I remember him tweeting about the Florida Mayhem all the time and saying, hey, sneaky upset coming here. It never panned out for Doa, and he just <laughs> he looked dumb in the end because they. <laughs> It was the Florida Mayhem, and they could never win, unfortunately. So, yeah, that's. I mean, they got they got Runaway, which is surprising. They got some of Runaway. Um, I think we should mention. I guess we should talk about the other Runaway players because Runaway might be a more popular team than Florida Mayhem, um, <laughs> which is unfortunate. But uh, yeah, Runaway still has five players on their team. One of those players uh, was signed in October phase. Uh, the rest of them have been on this team previously. Mag, Lee J. Gone, Hisu, and Assassin. Um, they are they are still uh, Runaway players, and they are all still available to be signed. I think some of these people are underage. Hisu doesn't turn 18 until March. Uh, Lee J gone is old enough to be in it. Uh, Mag is not old enough to be in uh, until June. So they've got some they've got some underage players here. Um, Assassin is definitely underage. He is 16, so he won't be signed. So uh, it's looking like Florida Mayhem picked up at least the ones that are old enough to play. Um, yeah, Lee J Gong's the only one that's that's probably going to be real sought out for since he is 18 and can play this year. Um, but yeah, it's so it's looking like, but Oh yeah. The other thing is they, um, they dropped QOQ, uh, right away mm-hmm. did. So I don't know if that means he's going somewhere else. The translation on Twitter said we have terminated QOQ, um, <laughs> but I'm not, go- I'm not going to like leave. I'm not going to, I'm not going to believe it. I'm just going to give Runaway the benefit of the doubt that they said something different because I don't trust Twitter translation that much. Um, but hopefully, if they did say it that way, then I, I'm scared for what QQ did and why they have terminated him. Uh, but we'll we'll see if he's on an Overwatch League team because he is old. Enough. Yeah, maybe it was just a... Uh translation thing that's never happened before right <laughs> yeah um we'll, we'll i we'll see if he pops up on an overwatch league team or not i don't know yeah I, i'm interested interested in looking at why everyone was sought out to sign the whole runaway team when like half of them aren't old enough to play um makes sense florida ended up not getting all of them and just just the of age people basically okay yeah that's um that's the end of our player signing list and we're only 35 minutes in joe it's a short episode it's crazy um yes you have the mercy the mercy mercy little what do you what do they call these things challenges the the recall challenge yeah something like that the little mercy if you want the dr mercy skin um you got till december 2nd to do it so you still got some time here um yeah i we anything else you want to talk about you want to self-promote yourself at all you want to 
Any 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 random thing you want to rant rant about? We've got time. I mean, I, mean, I don't I don't do much uh, <laughs> on the internet other than uh, other than this. Is fair to say. Um, I don't know. Any cool Butler oh, sports stuff happening? Uh, we had an extra life stream event um, last weekend. I think feels like it's been forever ago, but I think it was just last weekend. I uh, raised 1200 bucks, so it's cool. Nice. Congrats. Um, and we're going to have a physical um, PC arena space um, here coming soon. So that's those are the two big stories, probably. <laughs> Support collegiate esports, guys. Go and go Butler. Absolutely. Go to Butler Esports' Twitch page. Watch them. <sighs> yeah. Twitch.tv slash Butler Esports. Exactly. Uh, if depending on what time this episode comes out, we have a Rocket League match tonight at 6.30. <laughs> it, sh- it should be out before 6.30. So, yeah, go watch it. Uh, is the Rocket League Rocket League team is defending Big East champions, right? Yeah, they're currently undefeated in the um, like qualifiers. It's their, their Big East season this um, this year, there's like four weeks of qualifiers, and then they're actually going to a land in New York, Oh, uh, which, is, which is super cool. That's awesome. Um, and and so the 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 online matches are just like for seeding at this at this tournament. But so yeah, the first actual land Big East esports tournament is happening in it's like the first weekend of December, I think. That's awesome. Which is like which is like two weeks from now, isn't it? Yeah. Wow, that's <laughs> that's that's really soon. That's super cool. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be watching defending Big East champions. I got I got a lot to live up lot to live up to, um, in this land, and I I know they can do it. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's it for us this week, Joe. And, uh, we were talking before this next week's Thanksgiving. We usually record on Thursday, which is Thanksgiving. It's literally Thanksgiving. Um, and me and Joe said, unless there's something very pressing, we will probably be skipping next week for the holiday. Um, I will be at home. I'm going to bring my microphones and stuff in case, just in case we said there's some crazy signing. We'll, we'll do a quick one maybe. Um, but don't, don't expect an episode next week. Uh, but yep, that's it for episode 63 for now. Um, you can follow us on social, social media. Mine's my personal social media. Twitter is at JW George IV. Joe's is at Kirkpatrick underscore Inc. That's I and C. Uh, we have a show Twitter at on the flank show. You can email us on the flank show at gmail.com or tweet at us. If you have any topics you'd like us to talk about any questions, any corrections on what we said, you're listening to this in one way. If you want to listen to it in a different way, you can go to on hyphen the hyphen flank my personal YouTube channel. That's John George. You're going to find that via my Twitter. Most likely iTunes, Apple podcasts. We're on Spotify and we're on Google play. Thank you guys for listening and uh, enjoy uh, another nice Thanksgiving with your family.